I'm Brendan Austin Timberlake. Welcome back to the Cycle Daily Podcast. This right here is episode number um number ninety-five. Um, I'm by myself. It's storming outside. It's pretty ugly, actually. Um, it's gonna be a short episode, thirty minutes max. Um, I am gonna talk about the Sweet Sixteen games and just March Madness in general for the majority of this podcast. But before I do. I want to touch on something sort of serious. We'll be gone. We'll be in and out of this very quickly. But, um, ooh, your birthday's tomorrow, Vino. My birthday is next Saturday. Um, but so, I don't know. Something was just weighing on me. I had a really shitty week last week. It was just a rough week. Uh, work, work was hard. Uh, my work my work week was fucking shitty um i was just not feeling good mentally and i just wanted to come on here and tell you guys that it's okay to feel like that um you're gonna have shitty days it's gonna be okay though like just keep just keep pushing like it's not the end of the world whenever something shitty happens whenever something bad happens i promise you it's not the end of the world and I know personally me, I hate it whenever somebody is like, I, I hate it when people tell me that, but it's so true. Like whenever I'm feeling, feeling like bad about something that happened, like specifically last week, um, I deliver for Amazon and I had the worst day, the worst route. Like I was just driving country back roads all day and I was like an hour from hour from home and uh, it was just like a terrible terrible day I had like a 12 hour day and then like all day I was just in this shitty ass mood and then like I just kept telling myself like it's going to be okay like it's gonna be okay and like I was super super down and sad about the day but I was just thankful I was just trying to find things that I was thankful for um like my health, I have two legs, you know, I can walk, speak, I have a car, like there's so many things that we overlook on a day-to-day basis as Americans, as people that we take for granted, and I'm thankful I have a job, that's another thing too, because I did lose my job like about a month ago, and then so stressful, and I'm just thankful now to just I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I'm where I'm supposed to be. I think, I mean, that's the only thing that keeps me sane at the end of the night, at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I just want to come on here and just kind of let you guys know that, like, it's not the end of the world. Whenever something bad happens, it's going to be okay. Um, and if you believe something, then it will come true. I'm a firm believer in the manifestation in the law of attraction uh yeah it's just been i've i've had a tough it's been a tough couple days for me i just really 
even even me filming this right here, it's Saturday right now when this will be out. But even filming this right here, I was so like down this week that I had like zero motivation to to even like film any episodes because like I was just like so like 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 whenever you're like sad or depressed, it makes you so fucking lazy. And I just ah uh, today I just woke up and I was like no, I have one more off day before my work week and I'm just going to fucking do something like cuz like my number one fear in life I hate doing this so much. I hate wasting time like it bothers me so much. Like I I just want to capitalize on the time that I have here and while I'm young, I'm 24, I'll be 25 next week and I just want to capitalize on my young years i mean to some people i'm fucking old but to <laughs> in the grand scheme of things 20 20 your mid 20s you're fucking so young to to your parents to your grandparents to people who are dead like you know what i'm saying and um yeah i just had to come on here and just say like i know there's fucking a lot of people out there who wake up they <sighs> drag ass into work they dread the tasks that they have to do the work they look at they look forward to their lunch break that shit flies by and then you got to go back to work and then when you get home you just sit on your couch and that's okay but like you just sit on your couch and you just like you feel so like defeated at the end of the day and drained like physically and mentally and i'm just i just want you guys to just fucking keep pushing and if there's anything out there that you want to do keep going even whenever you feel like you don't have the energy to do it like this week literally I put off doing podcasts for like two days and I haven't filmed one in a long time and I just literally was just like dude like I edited a few videos but I was just like I literally don't even feel like putting up all this all this equipment right now like I just can't I have I don't even have like the mental strength to do it. And even though I love podcasting but like the the energy that was created with this shitty work week that I just had carried on for like it lingered for like a couple days. <laughs> um and I know I know all you people can fucking relate to that shit out here. Um but yeah just keep pushing guys. I'm not trying to sit here and just be like a motivational speaker because I'm not, but I do want to be kind of relatable to you guys. And this podcast is just about communication. It's like the beauty of us being human beings. Like, you know, I know all animals communicate in their own way, but like humans, we, we like, we have different languages and shit and like we body language, verbal language. And like, we can, we can speak and communicate to each other in a whole bunch of different ways. Anyway, what's up Parker? I think Parker's still in here. Anyway, I'm going to get off. I just wanted to get on that for the first little bit. Um, just had to really tell you guys like, man, I had a fucking horrible week at work and it's the weekend now and I will be watching I've been all right let's transition all the way to to the March Madness talk 
<sighs> it's been one of the craziest tournaments I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know an exact number, but there has been so many double-digit seeds making runs to the second round. <clears throat> and then let's just count the Sweet 16. We have 11 Syracuse, 11 UCLA, uh, 12 Oregon State, Oral Roberts, 15. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, <laughs> so that's double digits. And then we have a Loyola Chicago, 8. We got a, uh, what else we got in here? A 7 in Oregon, like, and then a 5 in Creighton. Like, uh, anyway, so I'm just going to try and compartmentalize the best I can. So what I'm going to do, I think it's going to be much easier because there's like a finite amount of games now. There's only like four today and then four tomorrow. And then uh, next, the Elite Eight, I think there's only four games total. Uh, like I think they'll play all four on the same day. But I'm going to talk about the Sweet 16, give you guys my betting predictions and my just predictions for today. And then I'm going to give you Sunday's picks as well. All right, let's start. So today is the right side of the bracket. Um, <clears throat> first game, actually the first game is Loyola, Chicago, and Oregon State. Oregon State is low-key the hottest team in the country right now in the hottest conference in the country right now. Loyola, Chicago is arguably the hottest team in the country right now, period as well so i wish this game was like the prime time game but i'll take it i'm still gonna watch it it starts in like three hours at 140 central time this is an eight versus a 12 in the sweet 16 very interesting matchup loyola chicago uh beat the dog shit out of illinois um oregon state the 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 score in the Oklahoma State game was only 10 points, but they were up by like 20 in the second half. They really beat the dog shit out of Oregon State or Oklahoma State, and a lot of people were predicting me personally. I had Oklahoma State in the final four. Cade Cunningham is going to be a top 5 lottery draft pick. Um and they shut him the fuck down. Oregon State is a 12 seed. Oregon State is a 12 seed, but man, they are they are a they're a strong 12 seed. Um and Loyola Chicago is a strong 8 seed. Um who did they beat in the first game? Georgia Tech. So look. I think from a resume perspective just on the last two games, I think Loyola Chicago has them beat. Yes, they did beat a number 1 seed, but also that Georgia Tech game. Um Georgia Tech <clears throat> ACC champions. The ACC is known, you know. I mean, if you win any of your, if you win any of the big Power Five conference championships, you're hot. You've got to be hot at the end of the year. And Georgia Tech didn't necessarily have the greatest uh, regular season, but they made a run at the end, and they they beat uh, they beat some teams, and then squeaked into the tournament at a nine seed. Um, hmm. Before I give you guys my picks, I, I want to go on a little tangent about the seeding in this tournament. I think with COVID, 
and the pandemic and how wacky and weird this season was with pauses, like people losing games, like games being canceled because of COVID. Uh, you got some teams like Colgate who was 14 and one. Oh, looks amazing on paper. Looks amazing on paper, but they only played five teams all year. So yes, 14 and one looks amazing, but what is five teams that you've never heard of? What is that on a resume perspective? What does that actually mean? Cause like, who's to say they, that was what their conference record would have been 14 and one but then they lost every regular season game. Say they played 10 regular season games. Okay, they're 14 and 11. Does that does that make them a 13 seed? No, like they're really more like a 15 and they were like a 14 or a 13. And then um just like with the seeding, I don't know. Like there's some seeds like Loyola Chicago. They're 26 and 4 on the year. They have in every, almost any every statistical category, they're they're up there when it comes to like strength of schedule, they're up there. How I don't know how they. I mean, I I guess I get it. The four losses maybe were ugly to some shitty teams, but twenty six and four in this crazy ass year. I don't I don't know how they fell all the way down to an eight. So basically, what I'm saying is the fact that Loyola fell to an eight. They're really not an eight. And then you really have, let's see who else we got here. Like Syracuse, Sweet Sixteen. Why are they an eleven? They're a very tough, strong 11 seed. Um, what else? Oh, all right. I'm just going to give you guys my picks on the Loyola-Chicago-Oregon State game because I do want to talk about Syracuse and Houston. That game, to me, is going to be the hardest one to predict. <sighs> game one of the day, I'm going with Loyola-Chicago. I'm going to – I think their spread is, I think, six – I, th I think they will beat the shit out of Oregon State. Oregon State is really fucking hot right now. But that guy, Crutwig, the guy with the mustache, mustache for Lo Loyola Chicago, was like third-team All-American. I think they're going to win. I got I like Loyola in that game. They play good basketball. They play defense. They play offense. They shoot the ball well. They have an amazing coach. They have Sister Jean. They went to a Final Four three years ago. And... They're making another run right now, and I could see them in the Elite Eight again. I'm, this is going to be a good game, though, because out of all the seeds, out of all these Cinderella teams, I think Oregon State and Loyola are have the best chance to make a big, big run. But I am going with Loyola in this game. Second, uh, second game, Baylor-Villanova. Mm, personally, I... In my personal bracket, I had Villanova getting beat in the first round by Winthrop. They didn't. They won pretty handily. Uh, beat the dog shit out of North Texas. Um, Baylor's just really good. Um, they're fast. They're huge. They play like maniacs on the court. They're so fast. Literally, like steals, transition, lob dunks, like I have them in the final game, so I'm going with Baylor in that game. Um, I mean, it's Villanova. So, I mean, obviously they're going to play him close. Jay Wright, two-time national champion. Baylor, Baylor. If, if it wasn't for COVID, I mean, they still, they still got a one seed, but if it wasn't for COVID, they might be the overall number one seed. They lost a couple games. They couldn't play for like, you know, a month or, or like four games or some shit like that. 
Um, so I'm going with Baylor in that game. I don't know what the, the point spread on that is. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty confident in Baylor winning that by a handy amount. Take what you want with that. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, too. It's crazy. It's. I think Baylor is going to put up a lot of points, and I think Villanova, if you look at their pace of play this year, they play a very, very slow game. But I think Jay Wright knows, hey, Baylor's going to play fast, so we're going to have to make some adjustments. There's no way that, that – the only way Villanova wins this game is if they, <clears throat> is if they somehow make Baylor play – their game, which is slow pace, half-court basketball, defensive rebounds. We're walking it up the court. We're playing half-court basketball. Baylor is playing full court. They're going to press you. They're going to steal the ball. They're going to go on a 12-0 run, and then they might not make a shot for a while. But I think Baylor's going to win this game, uh, representing for the Big 12. <clears throat> Arkansas Oral Roberts. If you guys really know me, you know I'm a big Cinderella guy. I grew up an MTSU fan. We were a 15 seed, and we beat number two Michigan State. I love seeing Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16. However, I think that their uh, I think that their journey ends today. Arkansas's too too damn big. They're huge. Um, they've had an amazing season. Freshman of the year in the SEC. Oral Roberts. I do want to point this out though. Oral Roberts, they did win both of their games by three at the very end of the game. They did beat two pretty big blue blood programs in Ohio State and Florida, who has, you know, had a lot of success in all sports. Florida had a really shit season. That's another instance of the maybe the misseeding the games. Florida <clears throat> Florida was a seven seed. They really did not play well this year. I don't think they deserved a seven seed. They could have been a fucking 10 seed. They in the game against Virginia Tech, I think maybe they could have flip-flopped. It could have been 7 and 10 there. <clears throat> Florida did not play well this year. They lost a lot of very ugly games and then they still got an at-large bid and then lost to the 15 seed Oral Roberts. Who's to say Oral Roberts was actually a 15 too? Maybe they maybe they could have been bumped up in the seeding. Um Azemus, I don't know his first name, but <clears throat> homeboy for Oral Roberts. He's the leading scorer in the nation, averaging almost 30 points in a game, which is insane. For college, that's insane. If you average 20 points in college, you're going to the NBA. He's got he might be he might get a little shot at the league. Just just off of these two games right here in the season that he's had. Um, but I think Arkansas is going to figure him out. I mean, this is Oral Roberts' second game against an SEC squad. Arkansas is huge. Um, a lot of people were predicting Arkansas to to slip up and lose against Colgate um, in their first round game, but they beat them by 17. They covered the spread too. I think Arkansas is going to win this game by double digits. That's just my opinion. That's just my call. Um, okay, Syracuse and Houston. I'm wrapping up today's games. <clears throat> this game, prime example of this whole seeding dilemma. Syracuse is a really good 11 seed. Houston is a really shitty 2 seed. They Their record is, is amazing and incredible. But the three games that they lost, 
horrible. Tulsa, Eastern Carolina, and like Memphis. Now, look, you you think Memphis, okay, yes. Memphis is historically a good college basketball program. Not this year. They're not in the tournament. They're in the NIT. They're not in the the NCAA tournament, though. So, I mean, okay, we'll give them that since uh, Memphis is in the NIT. But Tulsa and Eastern Carolina, that's ugly. Um, other than that, though, I mean, they've been, they've been pretty consistent. But I'm going with Syracuse in this game. Syracuse has, um, I mean, they've already they're they're hot right now. Buddy Bayheim has secured his spot in the NBA with with these last couple games. I like Syracuse in this game to upset to go to the Elite Eight. I don't know if they'll advance. We'll see who. Who they play? They'll they'll play the winner of Loyola, Chicago, and Oregon State. I love that. I love the matchup of Syracuse in March. Syracuse in March. You can't count them out. The last time they were an 11 seed, they went to the Sweet 16. I have I actually picked Syracuse to be in this Sweet 16 in my one and only bracket this year. So yeah, I'm going with Syracuse. I think Houston is a shitty two seed. Syracuse is a really good 11 seed. Houston barely beat Rutgers. Um, they beat Cleveland State very well in the, I mean, that's the 15 seed, but they barely beat Rutgers. Rutgers had a meh season. Rutgers played, the only reason Rutgers really won their first <clears throat> their first round game against Clemson was because Clemson's best player was out due to COVID. Anyway, I'm going to get skim over the uh, tomorrow's games. Gonzaga, Creighton, I'm not even going to, I... <laughs> I gave you guys like five-minute analysis on each of the games. Gonzaga by 25,000. Gonzaga's going to win every game by 20. Creighton's a good this, – this is crazy. I did not know this. You always hear about Creighton. Creighton is one of like the, the best mid-major programs and shit. This is Creighton's first time in the Sweet 16 virtually ever since the 70s. That's crazy. Gonzaga is too good. Gonzaga Gonzaga is going to cover whatever spread is put out there. I like Gonzaga in this game. I like Gonzaga in any game this year. Uh, this is an interesting game here. I haven't looked into it much. We're going just straight raw <clears throat> raw predictions here. USC, Oregon. Um, I want to say USC because of the Mobley brothers. They're going to go to the NBA. They looked incredible against Kansas. 85-51 to 51 against Kansas. I know Kansas, is, Kansas had a mad year. They were still a three seed. They were still a three seed, though. Blew them out. Absolutely blew them out. If, I, <clears throat> if Kansas would have won that game, then I would have won some money last weekend. But they fucking got blown out. I like USC in this game. Oregon, but then again, Oregon absolutely blew out Iowa despite their big man uh Luca something he had like 40 points how you put up 40 points in a college game and you still lose like Oregon found a way i mean they found it they didn't just find a way to to just squeak by at the end of the game they won 90 they put up 95 points in a college game that's really hard to do <clears throat> i like Oregon in this game i think they'll squeak it out i think it's going to be a high a high-scoring game, 
85 to 80 type shit. Like, I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. This is good. For all you non-basketball fans out here, I think the USC-Oregon game is going to be a fun game to watch. A lot of points. I like that. Michigan-Florida State. Um, <clears throat> I like Michigan in this game. Florida State's good, too. They're long. They're, they're big. They're tall. They're fast. They found a way to shut down Colorado, who put up 96 points in their first game. Defense, they're real. They're a defensive-minded team. Um, I do like Michigan in this game, though. They're just a complete team. They've had an amazing year. The Big Ten, they played a tough Big Ten schedule, despite the Big Ten having. They're the only Big Ten team left, actually, despite the Big Ten having a eh, tournament so far. I think Michigan will represent, possibly even making a Final Four run. Uh, final game. UCLA and Alabama, I I think this goes full circle with the, the whole seeding debate dilemma I just had. Alabama should be a one seed. I liked I think Alabama could have been an Illinois spot. Illinois spot. Um they're so good. I like them in the final four this year. I think they they, they could upset Michigan if they both advance. I had them in that in my tournament. Um they got so many transfer Villanova transfer coaches play, coaches found a way to turn Alabama a football school into a basketball school um UCLA though there's something about these play in, these 11 seed play in game <clears throat> there's something about these 11 seed teams who play in these play in games you there's always one who makes a little small run UCLA they're still in it they're still here they're in the sweet 16 um I had them getting beat in the first round of my personal bracket. Obviously, I'm no expert when it comes to who's no one is an expert. I don't care who you are. You're never, ever going <laughs> to pick a perfect bracket. There's no fucking way. Um, UCLA found a way to to beat BYU, who had a pretty decent season this year, All as always. I mean, they play in the West Coast Conference. It's them and Gonzaga. They had a pretty good record. They found a way to beat them pretty good. They were up by way, way more than what the score reflected. And then uh, they beat Abilene Christian by 20. I mean, they they really just found a way to not let Abilene bully the fuck out of them. Because if you watched that, that Texas-Abilene Christian game, it was, a, it was a bloodbath. Both teams shot the ball horrendously. Both teams were bleeding. Both teams were hitting each other it was literally wwe smackdown and abilene just found a way to keep texas under to keep texas at 52 points um uh and then usc found a way to just really just or ucla just found a way really just to run them out of the gym i mean 67 to 47 that's a pretty handy handy butt whooping um, I do like Alabama in this game, though. I think Alabama is just—they're just too good. Their their system is too good. They're fast. They can shoot the hell out of a three. Um, put up ninety-six and sixty-eight this year in the tournament so far. They've won both games by twelve, thirteen, fourteen points. I think they'll cover this spread too. I like Alabama. So my picks: Syracuse. Loyola, Chicago, Arkansas, 
Baylor, Gonzaga, USC, Michigan, and Bama. Thank you guys for watching. Um, I'm literally going to edit this right now and then start posting this. So hopefully this will be out before the Loyola Chicago game. <sighs> March Madness, baby. This has been a fun tournament to watch. If, you, if you're not a non-basketball fan and you like any other sport, this has been, this has been a hell of a game. So hell of a uh, bunch of games. So far, though, out of the eight games in today and tomorrow, I'm only really predicting one upset. I think things are going to start to simmer down. I like Syracuse versus Houston, baby. Syracuse versus Houston. I would I would love to see, you know, I would love to see uh, maybe, maybe Oral Roberts keep it going. But, I mean, hey, I don't think it will happen. But I would love to see it, though. I would I would thoroughly enjoy Oral, Oral Roberts to win it all. Anyway, this is episode 95. I told you guys I was going to end it about 30 minutes, and we did. Um, thank you so much for watching. Um, hopefully, maybe I can get another guest in here sometime. It's just been kind of difficult. If you are interested in um, doing a Zoom call podcast, those, those are real quick and easy and fun to do. Anybody, please let me know. I'll have anyone on here. We can talk about it, whatever you want. This is the Slightly Daily Podcast. I am Brennan Austin Timberlake. Thank you for watching.